Hello and welcome to the Gridiron Fantasy Football League podcast. I'm your host, Huck Breeze, and I am joined here today with Scott Chettig. Scott, how are we doing? Pretty well, thank you. It's good to be back. Another fun episode of fantasy football and other things going on in life. I mean, how are you doing? Yeah, a lot of things going on. I'm I'm doing great. Uh, we just recently got over some of these uh, pretty inclement weather here in Texas. So, how did you brave through this? I mean, that's it's unprecedented. How how did you do through through the? Uh, Fortunately, we're very close to the uh, medical center. Um, uh-huh. We're on their electricity grid, so we didn't lose power. And our building, the one next to us, they they lost power and water, but ours didn't lose anything. Unfortunately, fortunately for us, that's lucky. Um, that's lucky. Yeah, so we just kind of you know just kind of stayed in and hunkered down and cooked and things like that. So that's awesome. How are you guys? Uh, in my neighborhood, I, I also uh, you know had a a good fortune um you know there's a bunch of busted pipes in our neighborhood people out in the street being like uh, mm-hmm. what the hell shutting off their water and whatnot yeah um for a few people friends and family um because we had po- power for most of the time uh i think we were out for like six hours and we had water for the whole time you know we had people in and out um yeah taking showers just conversing you know staying warm whatnot so um but it was it was good. I mean, it, it, I know the rest of Texas was not nearly as uh, lucky as as I was. So um, I feel I feel pretty thankful that that the things went the way they did. So yeah, we both were pretty lucky because I saw a lot of bad, really bad stuff. And no, yeah, some friends and family that just had they dealt with a lot of burst pipes and things like that. Yeah, just it, that's that sucks. I will yeah. tell you, I, I did have a relative or a couple relatives that uh, you know have busted pipes and a lot of water damage. I learned more about pipes and how to prepare pipes and and uh, prepare houses for for severe winter storms in these past few weeks than I have in my uh, entire thirty three years of life. That's good. That's good knowledge to know. You know, you yeah. Climate change is happening. This might this might not be a hundred year storm. It might be, uh, you know, it's could be a little more often. Than that. Who knows? Right. But it's, yeah. It's good to be prepared. I mean, it's just amazing that we've gone thirty three years, or I've gone thirty three years. I've never seen that kind of snow. I've never seen that kind of snow sick stick. I remember in elementary school, junior high, stuff like that. We'd see like snowflakes drop, and it would like frost. But I do not recall any time in the woodlands where I could go and make footprints in the snow in my front yard. Um, so it's, it's, it's a little different. It is something, uh, something hopefully um, if this does happen again, we're more, more prepared as a state, more prepared yeah. as a society uh, than we were this time around. But anyway, let's get into some football news. There's a lot of football news going on, going on right now. Um, Number one that's closest to my heart, and uh, probably the number one story in the league going on right now, is our boy Deshaun Watson. Uh, I know you've heard about uh, his uh, anger. His anger. His anger. I I was looking for the right word. Um, At the Texans, his his, uh, disapproval of, I don't know, everything that's gone on. Over the last year and a half, even though he signed a 
extension five months ago. It, it, it's kind of a confusing situation from a fan standpoint. Um, I would like a little more clarity on it and from him if he would come out and just be like, well, what exactly happened? He has been like, kind of mum, and he's he sent some cryptic messages. Uh, the loyalty tweet that he sent out earlier this week saying, you know, loyalty is everything and, and don't ever forget it. It's very confusing because I feel like the Texans are loyal to him. Uh, maybe upset. He, they have upset him and the things that they've done. Uh, but you have to remember, you signed a contract. They're going to pay you no matter what. That's not the problem here. The problem is not the Texans' loyalty to pay you or they're going to release you or they're going to trade you. They've said the exact opposite. They want to pay you to be their quarterback. They want you. They're loyal to you. Uh, so I was just very confused by that tweet. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was, like I said, it was cryptic. It's not, it's very vague and it's, it could be, an, it can mean anything, you know, you could, it could mean he doesn't think they're being loyal to him. Maybe he doesn't think that the owners are being loyal to the players in general. I don't know. There's, because he, he's really taking it at a whole nother level here. I mean, it's, I think they're both pretty dug in because the, Texans don't really want to look like the goat here uh, by letting him go and trading him because everybody knows how good he is. So, and he's like I said, he's he's digging in his heels for some reason that he is not really saying, and it might end up costing him a lot some money if he sits out games. Well, the, I mean, the reasons are there. So whether he says it or not, we know the reasons. I mean, there was the. Uh, Hopkins trade, there was the Bill O'Brien, you know, massacre of all of our picks and trading for, you know, whatever. There was, uh, you know, the... the so He just wants off a bad team, then. He just for, wants off a bad and, team. And that's, you know, that's yes, there's that. And then, you know, we lost a lot of games. But you gotta understand that everything that happened, the Texans did a lot of terrible shit uh, in late 2019, uh, all the way up until the beginning of the 2020 season this last year. So the DeAndre Hopkins trade, which we can all agree was just egregious. It was just terrible. Yeah, terrible. Uh, it happened in March. So, you know, five months before the season started, this happened. Six months before he signed this extension. So he knew that when he was signing on, he was signing on uh, at the time, he was signing on with Bill O'Brien and without DeAndre Hopkins and with a very depleted uh, pick storage. Uh, and, you know, it, we were a mess to start the year. Um, but the thing that gave us hope was that we had Deshaun Watson um, and and maybe we could, you know, make things work with, with Cooks and uh, Fuller and, and whatever. So... That's really what confuses me is that from the time from September of this last year to February, obviously we didn't make the playoffs and we didn't really come close. And there's a lot of close games that we probably should have won that we didn't win. And that really. Um, so many heartbreaking ends to games. It was just awful probably the most heartbreaking season, Texan season that I've ever seen because a lot of the Texans have never been really good.
good. Okay. I can say that as a lifelong or not lifelong fan, but a fan that has spanned the entire entirety of the Texans franchise. uh, I can say that we've never been like the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Um, But this, these past few years, we've been maybe the favorite to win the AFC South. And this year was no different. I think even though we didn't have Hopkins, you know, we did have Tunsil still. We, you know, we had some some hope on the uh, the receiving corps and and whatever. Uh, David Johnson was just entering the scene, and maybe we could get some help at running back there. Um, and we just there were so many games that we just kind of tossed away, uh, very disgustingly. I mean, it was just like made me sick. You're watching this game and you're like, how did we just lose that? Uh, I remember that Titans game with with Henry, uh, where he we went into overtime and he you know ran over us and and won that game. Um, it, there's just there was just so many like that um, where we could make the playoffs. You know who knows what would have happened yeah. um, after that. But you know we've all we've all been through breakups. Okay, we've all had significant others and relationships where we've gone through breakups. And it sucks. Um, it, it's not a good feeling. And, you know, some things go through your head like, you know, can we ever do better? And, and you know, the, it hurts. You think of all the memories you've had with this person or whatever. And it, I compare this with what's going on with the Texans right now. DeAndre Hopkins is – or not DeAndre Hopkins. Sean Watson is just disgusted by the Texans right now to the point where it's like, I don't want to be with you anymore. I think especially after seeing Brady go to the Bucks and win, he's kind of like, yeah. look, he, he left and ch- picked his team. Right. And, I mean, Manning did it a few years ago when he picked the Broncos and was like, I'm going to go there and we're going to win a Super Bowl or two. Yeah. And so it's like you can – if you play it right, yeah, you can go find a team that's stacked and ready. A situation where it's like I can do better than this. Yeah. I'm, I'm wasting my time with this, with this franchise. Um, so from a fan standpoint, if you look at it like that, uh, you could never really see Deshaun Watson, honestly, walking into that Texans locker room and being the Deshaun Watson that we've known for the past three years, four years, you're not going to be able to, he's not going to walk in there and be pumped up to throw to Fuller and be happy with the franchise and, uh, let me read you the, the quote that when he signed this um, extension back in September, he said, I'm so grateful to my mom, who is and has always been my rock and showed me anything is possible. She instilled in me at an early age that no matter the circumstances and obstacles, you must endure and keep going. Thank you to my brothers and my sister who have seen the worst times and the best times with me and never lost hope. My entire family, coaches, friends, and mentors who have supported me along the way. I wouldn't be here without you. And he said, last but certainly not least, thank you to the best fans in the NFL. I promise to do everything I can to not only bring a championship to this great city, but also leave a legacy of helping positively impact this community. That's like a 180. Okay, so you could... that's not the Deshaun Watson we know anymore. And that's, ne- that's the Deshaun Watson that's never going to show up again. In the locker room, ever. Probably for some other team, he will. Sure, 
great. For the Bears, for the Patriots, yeah. for the Dolphins, for whoever, great. That's fine. But we have to acknowledge that that's not the guy, for better or worse, that's not the guy that's going to show up in our locker room anymore. You can't live in that time anymore. It's he over, has, man. Yeah, he has broken up. He's made up his mind. He's filed the divorce papers. Uh, and the Texans refuse to sign. But you can't force someone to love you. You can't force someone to to uh, be in a in a relationship with you. And so in this case, Deshaun Watson is gone. So from my from where I'm sitting, it's time to move on, and we have to kind of reflect on all the shitty things we've done over the past few years. I know we've gotten rid of Bill O'Brien, but we never we didn't get rid of Easterling. We haven't. They know, didn't really find a replacement either. They they hired the wide receivers coach of the Ravens. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I, I hope for something different. <laughs> I, I I feel like this happens uh, to the Texans all the time. I hope for something uh, flashy. You know, the Rams it's like, hiring. It's like hiring the Jets quarterback coach, man. Just yeah. <laughs> <like you> do. <laughs> I mean, it's just it, it, I I always hope for something you know flashy. Yeah, the, the the Cardinals go out um, and, and get a young coach. The Rams go out and get a really young coach. Like Jag- Jaguars went out and got, got Ir- yeah Irvin, Irvin Meyer. Meyer and all these things where I just want I want to be like okay yeah in this guy we trust. And I don't feel that we did that, and I feel like Deshaun Watson wanted the same thing, and didn't get a say in it. So yeah, that was, that was the other thing I forgot about that. Yeah, when they're like, yeah, you will let you have some input on it. We're fuck him. Uh, by the way, we hired the Patriots uh, front office yeah. guy, the general manager. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't tell you, but yeah, yeah, here's how you have to find out. You have to find it out through yeah. Twitter. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I I think that there's um, there's some things that we have to do as a franchise. But getting rid of Deshaun Watson is the first thing. We have to move on. We have to find just kind of start over a taker. Really? Those people that are leaving messages on our message machines uh, about, you know, wanting Deshaun, we have to respond to them and we have to get the biggest uh, pick load that we can, that we can get. I don't want a Rams lions trade where we get a Jared Goff. I can hear. <laughs> I... No, it's going to be with who's the Raiders. You're going to get like Mariota or something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't want that to be included in the pick. I, we're gonna let's Derek be bad. Back. <laughs> Listen, if the Texans gonna be bad, let's be bad. Let's be real bad. I think Mariota would be really bad as a starting quarterback. I think that'd be that'd be part. That'd be it. That'd well, be really I mean, bad. no, but I mean, if we have some kind of hope, let's let's get the the paper lunch bags, cut the eyes out of the cut the eye holes out, put them over our head. Oh, and sixteen, one and fifteen. Let's be bad for a few years. Let's get some some stars. Let's have some great drafts, uh, and then let's come back and and be able to have the ammo to beat the people like the Chiefs um, in the in the AFC Championship. Be able to beat the people like the Bills in the AFC Championship. Um, you know, because right now we there's just no chance. There's no chance. Deshaun Watson, or no Deshaun Watson. There's no chance. Um, the, what, and with this, especially with the salary cap uh, going down to what is it, one eighty five? Like nobody has room for anything, right? So it's not going to help. <laughs> so 
So yeah. Um, but what? So one thing that's bugged me about this, and I've talked to and read. I've talked to Texans fans and read Texans fans articles and tweets and you know, blogs and whatever. And everybody's pissed. And there's a lot of people after 20 years of being Texans fans who are jumping ship. I have close friends who say they're jumping ship. Like, I don't want to be a Texans fan anymore. What they've done lately, I, I don't want to be a Texans fan. I want to ask you this. You're a Steelers fan, correct? Of course, all my life. All your life. Is there anything that the Steelers could do that could make you not be a Steelers fan? I mean, it would have to be pretty heinous, you know. They, they, you know, it would have to be some pretty awful. But I mean, as far as like the franchise just having some bad years and things like that, that's that's something that happens. Sometimes you have to go in a rebuild mode, and it can be beneficial for the franchise in general because instead of just teetering along at the same like, you know, like bad state where you're almost good enough, but not good enough. And you just keep getting this middle of the uh, mill picks and things like that. You've got to get some, you've got to have some bad seasons. You got to have some, uh, uh, you know, four and 12 seasons, one and 15 or something like that. I can get some high picks or make some flashy trades or make a flashy hire or something. So it's, it's one of those things that like, you just, you got, there's ups and downs, the ups and you need the downs for the ups. So it's, yeah. you know, like it's, 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 you don't win the Super Bowl every year, you know? So yeah. you gotta, you've, you, you gotta realize that at the end of the year, there's only one happy team anyways, and you've got to build from the bottom up. And right now they're top heavy with Deshaun Watson. And while he is a great quarterback, he's got no support and he's anchoring too much money to really allow them to do anything. So they knew they need to let him go and, and have a couple of bad years since they have no picks right now. Hopefully, get some with the trade, but yeah, it's it's just one of those things that you know it's you, you know you you gotta you gotta hold on. I feel like because if they could get weather the storm and like I said you know get some picks and then move move forward and kind of swallow the bullet in the next year <laughs> of a terrible yeah. season, just and, and think about a the few picks. years probably. Yeah, uh, yep. I think what people need to remember, especially Texans fans is that we're not a fan of a GM. We're not a fan of an owner. We're not a fan of a quarterback. We're not a fan of the receivers. Uh, we are a fan of the franchise, good or bad. Um, if you want to be a fan of a team that wins, then go jump on the Bucks ship. Buy a Bucks jersey and claim that you've been a Bucks fan uh, since 2003, and you know, you waited so long for the Super Bowl in between there. Uh, Buck, Brady Bucks jersey, that's all. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are people in sports um, who have lived, gone their whole life uh, without a championship. Um, if you are an Indians fan in baseball, you probably have never seen your team win a World Series. If you are a Lions fan in football, you have never seen your team uh, win a Super Bowl. Or if you're a Texans fan. But I mean, you're a Texas fan. Franchise, right. You know? I mean, but well, the Lions... You're probably an Oilers fan before that, so... Yeah. 
you know, if you are one of these fans, a Bills fan, you know, you probably have never seen the Bills win a Super Bowl. And it's just, we think, uh, you know, younger people think uh, that we have it the worst because um, the front office is doing some really stupid shit. I mean, go and look at the Washington football team. Uh, they used to be the Redskins. Go and look at them and, and what they've done over a 10-year span and tell me we're not just as bad as they I mean, or, or it's they are worse in many ways with sexual harassment claims and all these certain things and, uh, and what people some people consider a racist team name and just things that could go wrong have gone wrong with their franchise. But there are still people who stand by that team. There are people who don't just – you just don't abandon a team. If you're rooting for a team, you have love for that team uh, for better or worse. Uh, you know, I've known people who have said, you know, I, I, I've been a Texans fan, but they move up to somewhere like Pittsburgh, and they become Steelers fans. Or they move to somewhere in California, and they become a Rams fan or, you know, a Chargers fan, whatever. And I can understand that, but I'm just saying you don't just – lose your franchise players and say peace i'm i'm done like nah if you're not if you're not going to be here for the bad times if if we can build this baby back up and get to the super bowl don't come crawling back don't you could stay with your buccaneers who in the next two years are going to implode after brady leaves and 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 they got big contracts coming up you know yeah, I mean they've already got a lot of free agents to look at right now, so right and contracts to decide on. So we'll see. That's going to be a different looking team next year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're going to be a fan of the Texans, you're going to have to eat some shit just like the rest of us. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's all I have to say on that subject. It's it's a subject close to my heart. I hate what the Texans are doing. I hate the owner. You know, I'd love for him to sell the team. I'd love for us to get a, a big shot owner. Some somebody that you know has our best interests at heart. It's somebody yeah. different than right now, but we don't. Um, Mattress and, Max, I'm gonna buy him. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Everybody loves the whole, the whole stadium's gonna be a big mattress, like the cut, the roof is gonna be a mattress. Hey, yeah, it, so. Gallery Furniture Stadium, we'd love it. Mm-hmm. I'd love it. Um, I, I don't think there's anybody that can say that they dislike Mattress Mac. The seats would get an upgrade for sure. Yeah, they would absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the players would be definitely, he's definitely a player's owner. Uh, all right, let's move on to something else. Okay. QB shuffle. It's the, the season, the offseason is young. Okay, we really haven't gotten very deep in the offseason. And already there's a lot of players headed to different teams. All right, we've got Wentz to the Colts, uh, which is a, a huge one. We'll talk about that. Um, Russell Wilson. Got a big question mark next to his name here uh, because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't even know why they're talking about – like, I don't know what prompted this. He, he gets hit so much. He's like the I get number it. one sack quarterback or hit quarterback in the league. Is, and he's just like, I'm tired of this. So after uh, a couple Super Bowl appearances and a Super Bowl win, you just you don't want to commit to uh, – you, you don't want to commit to like it's- getting an O-line? Like I don't, I don't know. I don't. Basically, get it. well, they haven't. They they haven't. Ga- they haven't given him one. So he's he's been griping. I'll say that. And I mean, and 
they're getting offers. So, I mean, they're not fielding them apparently, but they're getting offers. So, I mean, kind of like the Texas situation, they're getting offers. Oh yeah. You saw the, you saw the new Orleans mayor come out and he said, uh, Ciara and Russell Wilson, you know, if you guys come here, we can guarantee, you know, we'll take care of you and all this stuff. And the Seattle manor or Seattle owner, Seattle Seahawks owner or mayor, I'm sorry, uh, came out and pretty much gave him the middle finger and said, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, that's very political of him. That's he's here to stay. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he said, you know, he's here to stay. And, uh, it, you know, we're next up for an NBA franchise and don't make us come after you. Anyway, uh, it's just a, a big ordeal. But, yeah, the, there's people, there's franchises out there that want a quarterback. And at the top of their list got to be Russell Wilson. I mean, well, I mean, not too long ago, Watson, Aaron but... Rodgers was almost doing the same thing. And then they were like, no, 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 no. I know. I know. It, it, it could be just one of those things that people just want to write about um, because we really haven't heard from Russell Wilson, per se. It's just been a bunch of Bleacher Report style. But, I mean, um, like, we, I didn't hear anything about uh, – the Lions trading Stafford to the Rams and that, that big trade until it happened. I was like, oh, shit, that's huge. Well, so. we did see right after the Rams lost, we were like, okay, well, they're going to make some changes because Goff doesn't really have a lot of time on his contract and would they want to renew him at that rate? Probably not. So they're going to have to make a move. If not this year, then you know, sometime in this next upcoming year. Obviously, they shit the bed with Goff in the playoffs. Um, and they're like one piece away. They look like the Buccaneers from last year. They're one piece away from being like Super Bowl contenders. Um, so it, it didn't really come out of left field per se. Maybe the, just, yeah, I mean, the Rams needed to do something. I just, I didn't see Stafford getting such a nice upgrade. Mm. They, he's he's going to be a beast next year. That I'm really excited to see him as a Ram. Yep, he's going to get some fancy. Uh, looks at the end of that first round for sure. I, I would, I would assume. Um, you know, if you're talking about Stafford not on the Lions with the amount of Cam Akers second year and and uh, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup and Van Jefferson second year, um, you're looking at a pretty high powered offense. Um, so anyway, anyway, we're getting off topic here. Uh, there's a bunch of teams that are uh looking for quarterbacks let's say bears for sure i don't think they're they're ready to commit to trubisky i don't think they can they know they can't win a super bowl with trubisky uh dolphins um you know everybody was excited about tua um from what i've seen maybe this is just me uh two is not very good yeah, I, they might they might give them a little more time, but I doubt it. You know, they they got a lot of picks, so I just sometimes you can see it. Uh, sometimes you can see like a quarterback has some kind of like spark or something. Um, I know Peyton Manning came out and threw like a ridiculous amount of touchdown or interceptions in his first year and looked like a mess. Um, but you could still see that like he was a quarterback that was trying and trying mm-hmm. to push the ball down the field and. Tua just looked like he just didn't have like the chops to go out there. He just it just didn't look good. So Dolphins including this list. Broncos for sure. Drew Locke didn't. It's just not not the guy. He, he had his moments. Um, you know, I think the Broncos might give him one more year. It's it's, it's depends, but I mean, it, everybody's looking if 
you know, do you think they look at the offseason or, or do they look in the draft? No, I, I can almost guarantee you that Drew Locke is not the quarterback for the Broncos week one. I think you talk to any Broncos fan, they'll agree with you uh, that somebody, anybody will be uh, a quarterback uh, for, the, for the Broncos week one. I think they want to really, I mean, they would love for it to be Deshaun Watson. I can almost guarantee you one of those messages that has been left is like, hey, this is the Broncos. Uh, we'd like to offer you our 2021, 2022, 2023 draft picks, all of them. Uh, if you throw over Deshaun Watson, bring him to the Rocky Mountains. Uh, but yeah, they're going to make some kind of change. Um, Panthers. Uh, uh, Teddy G, didn't he just delete all his Panthers <laughs> did stuff he? on his social media? Yeah, I, d- I didn't and, see that. Yeah, yeah, he deleted everything and went private. So yeah, yeah. and he just—I mean—he just got paid and signed a contract a few months ago too, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but I think his was like a one or two year. Uh, it, it was like a three year, but it was, was it two? It was two or three year. Yeah. So I think he's but got two years left. So. They made it clear after the end of the season so. that they were going to go a different direction, or they at least they were going to reach out to try and get somebody else. But they, I mean, you knew what you were getting with him, and I mean, he kind of knows, like, at some point, like, come on, man, you know, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. I'm sorry, I'm just sorry. Right. Like, he's, he's got to look in the mirror and be like, I'm not as good as the quarterbacks that are like. I mean, he's not even top ten. He showed so, some moxie. I mean, he wasn't like an awful putrid, uh, fancy quarterback. I mean, he's serviceable, but uh, but yeah, there were a lot of times where it's like, damn, we just can't move the ball. And, uh, I mean, it didn't really help that he didn't have McCaffrey for most of the year. But, you know, yeah. so he'll be a quarterback in the league. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but the Panthers are definitely looking. Jets are definitely looking. Um, you know they're going to take some some rookie. Um, yeah, they they have such high picks. And, I mean, it's just I think it's about time to uh, get rid of uh, what's-his-face there. Yeah, I know they're out there looking for a second for Darnold. I, don't, I think that's For Darnold, yeah. I personally, I know last year in a couple podcasts, I mentioned that Darnold was uh, somebody that was a lot, was really underrated. And I still think that. I think he's underrated. I think that uh, um, what we've seen from Darnold thus far has been really unfair to grade him on because the Jets have just had a garbage coach and a garbage uh, offensive weapons. And so, you know, if... Darnold, if we got like a, if the Texans got a boatload of picks, I would, could think of worse quarterbacks that we could go out and get. Maybe not for a second rounder, uh, but for a third or fourth, absolutely. Uh, I think Darnold could be somebody to, to, you know, that's a serviceable quarterback and could be somebody like, I mean, people thought Tannehill was shit um, for the Dolphins. They thought he was one and done. And look at the Titans. Their year in, or for his first two years, uh, have been uh, AFC championship contenders. So, uh, Darnold. That's true. I mean, somebody to look at. Yeah. Yeah, that is a, that is a great example. Tannehill to the uh, Titans has been, I mean, fucking gold for them. But I mean, yeah. that could also be a lot of just an excellent offensive line with Derrick Henry being a beast. So true. It opens up a lot. a lot. And and if you got a, because, a play action quarterback like Tannehill, then yeah. Um, Lions. You know, I, they obviously don't think that. Goff is the long-term guy because they uh, traded a bunch of picks. Goff (laughs) had a bunch of picks for Stafford, (laughs) uh, a guy who's older than us. So, um, so yeah, obviously they don't think Goff's the guy, and and the Lions were willing to 
uh, take the package with Goff. Uh, I'm sure Goff will be the starter for the Lions this next upcoming year, but they're going to be looking for something. So, you know, yeah. they might be on the message machine right now saying, hey, we don't even want Goff to take the, take the field for us. Please give us to Sean Watson. We'll give you Goff and even more picks uh, than what we got from the Rams. Um, so, or, you know, whatever. Um, Raiders. I know they've come out and said Derek Carr. What do you think? I, I mean, I like Derek Carr, but he's had his moments where he just they they don't think maybe he can win some of the bigger games. But uh, you know, they beat the they they beat the Chiefs in the regular season. They're the only team to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, with two rookie receivers, uh, Rugs, Brian Edwards, um, and Waller. And Jacobs. Yeah. yeah, you got a really good offensive team there. If you can get like a really star quarterback, like a Deshaun like Watson, Deshaun. I hate I hate to say it, but uh, <laughs> right. if you can get some of that, and you know that's an AFC contender, um, and I think they see that. And also, last but not least, I threw in um, the Giants and the Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars are an obvious one. Uh, obviously, Minshew is not. Uh, gonna be the guy. Yeah, they're, they're drafting their new mullet. Their new mullet. <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll get somebody else in, um, whether it be Fields or or whoever, uh, Fields or Lawrence or um, somebody new. They'll they'll draft somebody, and uh, but they probably are looking for somebody. You know, I'm sure they're in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. I'm sure they won't get it because Texans won't want to face Deshaun Watson twice a year. But uh, yeah. but. But yeah, uh, the Jags will be in the uh, in. I can see Justin Fields being, being being quarterback for the in Jaguars for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, they have first overall pick, so I would think Trevor Lawrence will be their quarterback unless somebody comes and gives them just like an awesome deal. I don't, I don't know. Um, and the Giants, uh, Daniel Jones, a lot of people. Um, the public's been pretty right about these quarterbacks that are like surprise early draft picks. I think Daniel Jones, a lot of people were like, what? Oh my God, Daniel Jones. Um, and the front office for the Giants is like, whoa, just watch, just watch, watch, watch. Uh, and Daniel Jones comes out and proves the public right. Kind of like Trubisky. Uh, it's not he, good uh, to see your teammates laugh at you so hard on the Megatron, though, when he eats yes. shit. Yeah, that's that not was, good. That was not, not good. Terrible. I, I don't. I don't think anybody would be caught dead doing that to Brady um, on the sideline. But uh, how about the Steelers? Do yeah, they need a quarterback? They're restructure. They said they're going to restructure Ben's contract. I mean, as long as they get that done. But I mean, he's really maybe. I thought this was going to be it, uh, but he's probably going to do one more year. It looks like if they can restructure his contract. So, so do you just do nothing? You just do nothing at quarterback. You just just let it ride and hopefully you can win a Super Bowl. I know you guys you just, won ten straight. Ride, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, it was working for a little while until they just refused to change their uh, their play style for a minute, and wide receivers were dropping everything in sight. Yeah. Once they started catching shit, it was all right. But yeah, I mean, he, they just need a running back that can make literally one guy miss. That helps, and then just don't have the most drops in the league. That also helps a lot. You know, I mean, before that, it was it, that and the having a stout defense. That's the real that's the real issue is once the defense couldn't get a pass rush uh, after Bud Dupree and uh, 
uh, what's it called Bush went down. It was, it was kind of a different story. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's finish up the segment and talk about Wentz the Colts. Um, the Colts went out and got a quarterback after Philip Rivers retired. Obviously they didn't. Um, Jacob Eason wasn't the apple of their eye. Uh, he was uh, the quarterback that I think they took in the sixth round last year, um, who was scheduled to take over, and they decided, well, if Wentz is available, we're going to go get him. Um, f- a few things. First, uh, do you think it's a good move? Do you like Wentz and the Colts? And second, uh, who do you think benefits on their offense the most uh, from this trade? Uh you know, I, I'm not actually a huge fan. Uh, I think Wentz is a little broken. Um, ever since he he got injured and watched Foles win, win the Super Bowl with his team and the Eagles, and it's just he's he seems physically and psychologically fucked up to me. And I I, I don't I don't think like I I like the Colts. I love their offensive line. I think they have a great team. I, I would um I would I would love to see uh. Who's their blazing fast wide receiver? Uh, for the, the for the Colts? Yeah. Uh, T.Y.? Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. love to see T.Y. Hilton get uh, to end up, you know, being amazing again. He's such a great, uh, such a great wide receiver. And it's just like back when he had luck, he was just killing it. And I would love mm-hmm. to see that magic again. But I, I think if it goes well, T.Y. Hilton would, would be the great, be the be- biggest benefit. Uh, beneficiary for it okay and that's that's fair um yeah i don't like it either and that's and good because you know the texans don't want to we hate the colts we've always hated the colts uh but i think that i watched a lot of eagles games and it wasn't like the eagles o-line or receivers fault 100 percent of the time even most of the time uh, you know, we always, we talked about a lot over the last few seasons being like, you need to give Wentz help. You need to give Wentz some receivers. Um, you need to get him some weapons on offense. Well, Zach Ertz is a really good tight end. He's shown that he can be a really good tight end. He's shown over uh, multiple quarterbacks that he could be a really good tight end. Um, Alshon Jeffrey was a, dare I say, top 10 receiver uh, four or five years ago. He was really good. Um, you know, they had Deshaun Jackson. They've had uh, – they drafted Jalen Rager, who I think is good. I really like Jalen Rager. I think he's a good uh, wide receiver. Decent O-line. Miles Sanders was supposed to be um, pretty good, and he showed up. And he's got some breakaway speed. Yeah, he showed up in every other game <laughs> this year. Um, yeah. But they, like, with Wentz under center, they could not move the ball. They really honestly could not move the ball. And whether you want to call it play calling or not, there was a ton of plays where Wentz couldn't hit a wider open receiver. He was just flustered. As soon as he got the ball, it just, it just, everything looked wrong. Like he was panicked. And it's just like, man, you're about to fuck this up, aren't you? Yeah. And it's like everybody could see it. And he's just like, oh, no. It's like, a oh, ton man, of three and outs. <laughs> yeah. Just three and out champion where it was just like, you know, third and three. All he has to do is hit somebody in the flat or Zach Ertz over the middle. And he just like tossed it up uh, like an, a severely underthrown ball uh, to the left side. And it's like three and out and he's jogging off the field. I don't know how many times I saw that this year. It was disgusting. Um, so, I mean, we saw it in that in the first game we saw Hertz 
Um, Wentz was like trying to move the ball, could not move the ball. Uh, nothing was working, and they brought in Hertz. And on the first play, Hertz comes in and hits a guy on an out route, and it's like, okay, it's not the it's not the receiver. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not the team. It's it, it's the quarterback. It's definitely the quarterback. Um, it's yeah. there's just something in his. So the head. biggest beneficiary is probably the Eagles, really, because they just needed <laughs> to get rid of that situation in general. So. Right. Just yeah. move on. Figure out what you have in hurts, and see if you need if that's if that's a solution, or if you need to move on from there too. So I think the biggest beneficiary here um, is going to be Johnson Taylor. Uh, I, I think that what they're going to see is um, they're going to feed him the rock. They're going to become a, a mostly running team uh, that plays deep threat and underneath with Michael Pittman Jr. Um, so you may see some Ty Hilton. I don't think Wentz has a beautiful deep ball. I don't think he ever has. So I, I wouldn't expect T.Y. Hilton to just crush it. Uh, but but we'll just have to see. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see where he goes in fantasy next year and who's going to take a gamble on him. Um, and if they do, who's going to uh, also get Jacob Eason? Because I think Jacob Eason uh, has a good chance to at least start one game next year with the injuries that Wentz has had in the past and, yeah. and whatnot. So he's very injury prone. That's true. Yep. Yep. All right. So uh, with these podcasts, normally we here, we talk about our matchups. We talk about, uh, you know, fancy pickups and gambling and all this stuff. There's not a lot to talk about, obviously in late February. It's kind of a, um, a gap in football right now. Uh, so I want to, Talk about something a little racy here. Uh, political correctness in and out of sports. Uh, so as you've seen lately, a few weeks ago, actually, it is almost a month ago, the Cleveland Indians uh, in baseball said that they were no longer be the Cleveland Indians. As we already know, the Redskins um, changed their name to the uh, you know Washington football team. I'm sure in the next year span, we'll see Washington adopt a new name um, and new persona. But the Braves in baseball and the Chiefs in football are still in. So what's what to you? What what do you make of this? What's the line here? Uh, you know, I think it's it's a matter of it's just a matter of being classy or not. I guess you know because like you know the. The, the Indians, the Cleveland Indians, like mascot, you know, like, or like, you know, the, the image was just, uh, was logo was, it was not very, uh, it, it, it didn't have any, it, it wasn't appealing. It, it didn't shine the Native American culture in a good way. You know, the Chiefs, at least it's just, it's just a Chiefs and it's just like the, you know, the, the, the feather, you know, and it's not really, it's not like the red Native American face you're looking at you in the face, you know, it's not, it's a little different as far as that. And like the Braves, you know, that's close to the, that's closer to the line than the, than the Chiefs are for sure. Their logo is the thing, you know, and then you, I mean, I mean, might as well, if we're in there, you might as well throw in like Blackhawks almost, you know, it's like, and then it's like, where's the line essentially? Well, I mean, personally, personally, true. I don't really give a Seminoles, Seminoles in, in Florida, but yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I, it doesn't bother me, but again, I'm not a Native American. Yeah, so, exactly. It's, it's not, it, you know, if like the San Antonio I was like, oh, we want a football team. We're like, we're going to be the San Antonio Beaners. I'd be like, oh, that's not what I expected. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, it was a little offensive uh, I'd be a to me. Offended. I might not go to that game. You know, I don't know. Right. And that's the biggest thing is like, you know, if you really are offended, it's about, 
you know, you got to speak with your dollars essentially. Yep. And you can't stop other people from doing what they want to do. It's a free country. And that's, that's part of it. You know, I, I, it saddens me. And I, I, I don't have a right to be saddened by this, but I am, I am just speaking the truth. Um, memories of like in the Indians sake, um, Major League One, Major League Two, Major League Three, the Indians. Uh, the Those are great movies. The Chop. They're great movies. The Chop. Where they go, oh. Like, I never associated that with a negative outlook on Native Americans. But obviously, they did. And that's whatever. But it, it gave me... I went to a Braves game once in Atlanta. And they did that Chop. And it gave me chills. It gives you chills. Uh, I think the Chiefs did it as well. Um and they've since in the last few years stopped that, you know, stopped the that chant. Um, it, it 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 makes me sad, but again, I I have no power to stop it. I can't. I'm not. I have no right to say that I, uh, you know, that no, bring it back. Oh, you guys are getting soft because, you know, that's that's them. You know, if some days, you know. So what they need is a new interactive audience engagement that can also, you know, be a little more, uh, the more less, less racy. How about that? Yeah. I mean, the turn of the century, the Washington wizards and or the Washington bullets in basketball turned into the Washington wizards, uh, because bullets wasn't PC. And I don't think there was as much of an outcry then. I mean, they didn't have the history that they do now. Uh, as there is now, obviously. Um, and, you know, we'll have to see what these new names are. Uh, Cleveland Indians... I hope they actually pick something instead of just the Washington football team. That's the dumbest thing in the world. I mean, but the, I could... I I called this from the very beginning. This is very uh, European football style. What, what, FC. Washington FC. Washington <laughs> FC. Yeah, I mean, what? Some of these are like Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea is just Chelsea, you know, whatever. I, I, I understand, but it's just, it, you know, I guess it, it's just the, the first one. And it's just when you like put put it on like, you know, uh, the guy that just says, you know, Steelers versus football team. Football team. Yeah. <laughs> well, as Americans, like, we need we need this like gaudy uh, picture. Uh, logo, mascots, representation of whoever we're rooting for, uh, you know, and it can't just be a city, can't just be a town. Uh, a lot of times, some of these cities have different, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, but it's, I, I it's a way it. to sell like, things. I, I mean, I kind of get it. Like, like the Steelers don't really have like an um, animal or anything. They have like a mascot. I don't even know what his name is, but it's just some some like iron worker or something. And so I'm just like. <laughs> That, that's it's a, little, it's a little out of place because it's like, you know, they don't really have anything. But it's like the Astros, you know, the Astros have their mascot. You Orbit. Know, Orbit. So it's like, you know, it's, it, it's you, they're going to do something. You know, I figure the Washington football team might have a uh, big football player, I guess. <laughs> you know, foam football player. Chase Young? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, yeah, I, They'll come up with something because every every team has to have something. They won't continue to be a football team. And it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, in 20 years if we still talk about this. Remember the Redskins? 
remember, you know, <laughs> whatever. Because uh, we don't talk about other teams like that. You know, I don't, we don't, we, we talk about the Oilers once in a blue moon because we want their jerseys back because we want, uh, you know, memories of that. And because Texas has been so shitty, um, you know, in their franchise history. Uh, but we don't talk about old teams. We don't bring it up. You know, they're, it's whatever. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, what, what we do with these teams and, um, and how we talk about them upcoming. Uh, something a little off topic. Well, you know, whatever. Mr. Potato Head, have you heard about this? The Mr. Potato Head has now dropped the Mr. or Mrs. and it's just Potato Head. Uh, do you care? Just Potato Head. Just Potato Head. Okay. So is he like not an adult anymore, basically? Uh, no, totally, <laughs> totally uh, gender fluid. Eyes, nose, um, lips, ears. Uh, no penis, no vagina. Well, I mean, I think part of it also, though, like the whole point of like having the Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head was that you switched up their parts too. So you ended up making something who knows what it was, anyways, right? Lips and the eyelashes. <laughs> so, I, you know, yeah. Uh, it's, it's part of the game. So it's, you know, it's another part of the, you know, where's the line? And they're just, you know, taking, a, taking away the, the labels because everybody's offended by labels now labels and pronouns and all the rest of it so uh, it's... yeah and and again this is the exact same thing we were just talking about uh it, you know i have i don't care as much it's it offends somebody else so let them have it it's not really affecting my life uh my son can still have a potato head uh, <laughs> you know, and I don't care if it's their Mr. or Mrs. It's probably actually saving me money because I can get uh, one for the price of two. And it, could be, <laughs> it, could be, it could be a Mr. and a Mrs. Uh, you said you know. to buy both of them. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, I remember around Toy Story 2 and Potato Head, Mr. Potato Head became something that was big. It was, it, you know, Every kid have one. Um, it was a it was a movie character again, and so uh, so yeah. I I don't think that that stuff like that. Re- it, it does make me laugh that people are um, jumping out of their seats, uh, and and it's ruining their day uh, because Mr. Potato Head now is gender fluid and doesn't have a gender. Um, you know. I am a kind of person everybody's like this, whether they admit it or not, um, that they don't like things to change from when they were kids or when they were teenagers. You know? Yeah, I, look, I don't mean like I agree like some things need to change and progress, but like was that really a huge issue? Was that like was that like this is what's wrong to society today? I think Mr. so. Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. Yes, no, <laughs> this this is exactly it's the it's the gen it's the the bigger picture. It's not just Mr. and Ms. Potato Head. It's what people say, like the whole gender thing, the whole gender uh, topic is what people but think. But then like that almost makes me feel awkward for being cisgender and wanting to be a Mr. Potato Head, you know, like what, like that makes me feel worse for not, for wanting that option. And that's, that's also a, a gender shaming in politically incorrect situation to be putting people in. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of agree with that. I just, I think that this whole gender thing, let, 
let people have things. Let people have whatever. If they get offended by this, if they feel like they want to be transsexual, uh, I don't even know what's that. Uh, you know, if they want to be somebody who identifies as a woman but is a man, somebody who is a man who identifies as a woman, you're a man who likes men but you're a woman i i don't care. where i draw the line is the sports the other day i read it i was re- read an article about a guy playing like went back to college yeah and was playing in women's basketball and he was like six seven yeah. and like you know 30 30 years old or something and it was just like and it, you could say he was just this huge transgender woman and it's like okay if you want to be a woman that's great but play competing in sports with them was just it was just absurd and I was reading the article and they're like, yeah, he destroys their faces and really like rubs in. And I'm like, uh, or she, excuse me. True. Uh, and, and, and you may be and right. That's and, where I draw the line. You, and, like, and you're right. Yeah. I, I think that in that situation, I have a daughter, if she was playing high school sports um, and she signed up for the volleyball team and uh, some six foot three dude was spiking on her ass in a game. Yeah, I, I think I'd say something. Uh, but at this point in my life, it's not. that That's not happening. And it may never happen, even if she is in sports. Um, so until it, that time comes, I'm not going to fight for... Unless I know of some subject, like, personally that happens. Because what, what happens is, you may see this in a in a news story, a local news story out of, let's just say Canada or in Europe or even here in the United States in some County, but this isn't a widespread thing. Okay. There isn't people at every high school or every college doing this. Um, So I, it's not worth fighting over until we cross that bridge. And that's just, that's my general rule for everything. I mean, Mr. Potato Head, it's like, I don't care. I really don't. It, does, it doesn't offend me. Uh, I don't have very strong opinions of, of Mr. Potato Head and Miss Potato Head. Uh, so Potato Head will work for me. Um, but yeah, let's move on to our, our last little section here. Uh, it's along the same lines, a little racy here. Separation of public figures and politics. Okay. Uh, we just saw a guy won the Super Bowl, Tom Brady. Uh He's come out publicly in support of Donald Trump, which is great. Uh, where do you – you're not a very political person, are you, Scott? Well, it's just – it's. I don't think it's uh, prudent to put so much faith in a person who's simply trying to represent a figure that is an impossibility to achieve. So – when you really start putting your emotions and actions behind such a unwaving, unstable and waving, you know, kind of situation, you, you ultimately end up being somewhat lost and you don't want to end up being there. Whoever is the president is ends up being the president. And sometimes you know, you might not agree with everything they say and you're not whoever the president is. So just as some people might, you know, 
be offended by what they do or say. There's you there as a leader, you're never going to please everybody. Okay, and that's fair. Does regardless of your opinion of our ex-president, does your view of Tom Brady change because of his support for the ex-president? Uh, not, not as much. Positively or negatively? Like, you don't care? No, it's not, it's not something. It's like, to me, it's like he's a football player. I'm not, I don't care about a football player's politics because he's a football player. It's like caring right. about how good Tom Brady dances. I don't mm-hmm. care how yeah. good Tom Brady. I don't good how care how good he does algebra either. Mm-hmm. I care how good he plays football. That's right. it. Like a singer, if a singer said something racist or dumb, I'd be like, okay, whatever. Is he good at singing? Because that's all that's really important. I didn't peg him to be like, oh, he's a really smart and really nice and fair, good guy. That that's not what it's about. I mean, yeah, if he does something terrible, like kill somebody, I'd be like, all right, maybe I don't listen to his music a little bit. <laughs> But I mean, you still listen to fucking Michael Jackson, don't you? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's true. I I love Michael Jackson. So I love his music, and uh, I recently watched that documentary, and it <laughs> floored me. So, uh, and I still think I it was a great it song. Yet. I still, I, I like, I you know, I still want to prepare yourself if you if you, <laughs> if you do. Yeah, I've heard it's bad. It's it's <laughs> it's rough. Um, but you but, still listen to music. <laughs> but but yeah, in fact, I got in the car and I'm like, does this sound the same? And Thriller sounds just as good. <laughs> And I was like, okay, Uh, but, but yeah, so in my, uh, in my, from my point of view, Tom Brady is a awesome competitor and a great quarterback. And I love watching him play. And I, I'm really happy for him for winning the Super Bowl. And I, I don't really root against him like everybody else. Obviously I rooted against him in this because I had money against him because I really thought the Chiefs were going to win, but it wasn't against Tom Brady. I wasn't because I hate Tom Brady. Defense. Is, is I yeah I mean it was just because I thought the Chiefs were gonna you know prevail. Do I like Donald Trump? I think Donald Trump's the scum of the earth. I think that he was terrible for our country, he dumbed down the country. I think that he was you know was a terrible black eye on on our history. But I don't connect the two for sports players and their politics. I'll listen to them and I'll. You know, whatever. I think they have a hundred percent right to come out publicly and, and give their views on whatever they think. It's up to us to care or not, like you said. You know, if Tom Brady said, "Look at how great I can dance," it's up to you to care or not. Um, yeah. That doesn't change my perception of Tom Brady. I think he is a great quarterback and whatever, and I will pick him on my fantasy team if that that you know, opportunity arises. That doesn't matter to me. A lot of people are, it kind of made me sick uh, through social media. People as the Super Bowl approached attacking Tom Brady purely because of his support for a Republican party candidate. And listen, Tom Brady's not the first and he's not the last person that's going to support a candidate who might be bonkers or off the wall. Uh, but you, you got to understand that you have to separate the two from a fan's point of view. You have to. Okay. Um, Colin Kaepernick. I hate Colin Kaepernick on the field. 
he was <laughs> a little shit and he was not that great and I didn't like the style that he played. I remember he was playing for the 49ers and uh, he got caught on the beach with a Dolphins hat in the offseason. And I'm like, why the hell are you wearing a Dolphins hat uh, on the beach in whatever? Uh, I didn't like him. He got off the field. I think he started to fight for something noble. I like what he did off the field. I don't connect the two. If Colin Kaepernick got on the field, if he probably won't, but if he ever did again, I'd root against him just like I did before he, this whole Black Lives Matter movement. Now, I do. I support what he's He'll doing. He'll never get on the field again. I know Because if you put him on the field, if you want to bench him, even if it's for his play, then people will say you're going to bench him because of his he's kneeling or something. And it's like, no, it's because it sucks. Oh, he brings it, a he's whole... Just, he's not very good. He brings a whole bag of shit to your team if, yeah, you, if you, so you sign him. No one's uh, gonna, he's not good enough to deal with all of that shit. And we'll revisit this later because it, it comes with a, a you know something we're going to talk about you know soon here, uh, but yeah you, you got to disconnect the two. Um, did did you hear you know uh, Ibrahimovic right? You know who that is yeah yeah, yeah uh, he came out player. yeah he came out against uh, uh, LeBron told him shut up and dribble in certain terms said you know if you're a politician do politics if you are uh, a basketball player play basketball. Uh, what do you think of this? Do you, do you think that uh, these people should keep to themselves when it comes to these sort of issues? Well, I mean, it's, you know, at some point it's, you have to realize that you are a public figure and you do hold a certain amount of influence, but just because you're a public figure due to one thing, like about being a basketball player, that doesn't necessarily mean you know anything about politics. Mm-hmm. And just the few times I've seen LeBron talk, like after they won the recent championship and like he grabs a mic and the trophy and he just says, I want my damn respect. I want my respect. I'm like, what? God, shut up. It made me like, dislike him so much more. And I was like, ugh, that guy's such a douchebag. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sorry. That's just, you know, who you are. Not my fault. But, you know, it's, it's probably... It's true. I mean, if Ibrahimovic was trying to tell, you know, the, you know, how, how, tell Spain how to run their country, they'd be like, what? Shut up and play soccer. You know, like, it's, you know, shut up and dribble basically as well. So it's the same thing. And I'm just not a fan of LeBron already. So uh, I I think that's pretty funny. So in my, from my point of view, if, if you're a star and you are the best of your craft, whether it be basketball, football, baseball, whatever, um, a lot of people choose not to be controversial. They choose yeah. to stay quiet. I mean, you probably have no idea uh, the political views of Mookie Betts. You probably have no idea how um, you know some of these people feel about you know uh, abortion. Yeah, yeah, and it's just one of those things. It's like you know, just don't, just don't bring it. You know, don't post things, and that's it, because it can get you in trouble. But on the other hand, if you once you become the best of your craft and you become one of the most popular people uh, in this country or even in the world, uh, you if you feel strongly about something or feel that you can make a positive change. Uh, do it. Go do it. Say it. Say what you have to say. 
Um, if people don't, if people want to listen, they can listen. If they don't want to listen, they don't. People hate on LeBron purely because they don't like his politics. Um, I don't know what his politics are, and I don't. But the thing is, I don't okay. care. They don't only. Player, they don't like, only hate on him for like, that. But yes, who, give, who gives a shit? It's like asking a toddler's politics. I don't care what his politics are. Right. But you know, what I'm saying is there's a lot of LeBron haters out there because of what he's come out and say and said in California and whatever. And um, you're going to draw a lot of hate, uh, you know, when you, you you're you're dividing your fans. Um, but if you feel strongly about something that you and you're willing to do that, then do it. I think that that's fine. You give people the choice whether to like you or not and whether they like you or not doesn't matter because you're an NBA player and you're or a NFL player, MLB player, and you're going to continue to get paid and you're going to continue to compete. Uh, whether people like LeBron or not, he's still going to come out and, and play basketball and play at a very high level. So um, I, I, I think it's all up to the personal, the person. I, I don't think it's worth people making a big fuss over somebody flexing their rights as an American to say what they feel, uh, you know, no matter who it is. Yeah. Uh, I could give two shits uh, if my favorite football players or favorite baseball players, I mean, it would, it, I, I won't, I won't say I won't give two shits because um, it would surprise me or it would, whatever, but I would not stop rooting for them if, you know, some of my favorite players came out and said something I disagreed with in, in any sense, whether it be political or stupid, you know, when Sean Watson came to Houston, one of the first videos, I remember within, within the first month uh, when he was a Texan, he had a video with Mia Khalifa in his house. And it, it did kind of rub me the wrong way. Cause I was like, man, you kind of portrayed yourself as this like religious, like good boy, persona like loves his mother uh really down to earth like not going to get in trouble off the field kind of person and here you are like in your house uh you know horse around with a porn star I'm not saying that me khalifa is a bad person or anything it was just it just surprised me um but i never stopped rooting for deshaun watson it just kind of was like whoa you know that's that's not what i expected out of the guy um you know, so sometimes people come out and surprise you. Sometimes people will uh, do things, but it doesn't affect my fandom. And it, and I'm not going to go out of my way to say uh, I hate them um, if they're if they do something that I like, if they if they play a sport that I like, or they um, they give me some kind of entertainment. That may be selfish, but you know that's just the way I look at it. Uh, the one thing here, and this is what I wanted to get in the Kaepernick thing, but, um, I, you're a Star Wars fan, are you not? Of course. Huge Star Wars fan. Huge Star Wars fan. Uh, so you saw this Gina, uh, Carano getting fired from the Mandalorian, um, for comparing the treatment of the, uh, Republican party or members of the Republican party to the Holocaust. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts on this? Do you have do you have any thoughts on this? Well, I mean, while it was a terribly ignorant post, and 
you know, comparison to make. I mean, I I've, I followed her uh, on on uh, social media and saw the post and that that evening, and I was like, huh, that's pretty dumb. But just kind of kept her going about my way. As I didn't think like the next day they're gonna be like, yeah, she's done, she's fired. Um, like well, like I said, while it is a very ignorant and offensive post, it's just that's that's the world we're in now. You know, yeah. 10, 20 years ago that you know, that wouldn't have been, that, that wouldn't have happened. So. So when I, at my job, part of my training, like in my first week when we, you know, kind of get the, you know, you get your pamphlet of everything that says, you get your, all your, your computer and your username, you go through these classes, these introductory classes. One of the spots we probably spent an hour on it was social media. And what they said was, if you incriminate this company, if you upset us or we find what you post um, inexcusable, we have the right to let you go. So the argument here is whether her post, one post was inexcusable, but really what it was was a collective like ongoing anti-mask. It, it, it uh, was there. There was there was definitely more of it. I guess yeah. like there, like a lot of times I wasn't like paying attention too much to it. But if you were really following a lot of it, there definitely was a lot. But right, and there are people out there who agree with her and say you know what she said was great, but she didn't need you to agree with her, you know, because you don't pay her. What she needed was her superiors her bosses uh the people that pay that signed the paycheck to agree with her and they didn't uh and they had a right to uh fire her if if i say i worked for the texans and i continued to go on the on my social media and trash the texans and, you know, whatever, and say bad things about, you know, whatever, they have a right to fire me. That's not free speech. That's just, you know, you can't force somebody to, to keep you as no, an employee. I mean, you, can, you, you can continue saying whatever you want. And, yes. you know, after they fire you. That's free speech. Keep, talking, yes. keep saying that's free freedom of speech to keep talking about whatever you want. But they have the freedom to make, make you not their employee anymore as well. Right. You just can't have a job here, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, and so that to me is not even a conversation. Um, this goes both ways. Uh, you know, I work at a company I consider pretty conservative. Um, I know that, uh, you know, a lot of people in the higher ups are conservative in my job. They're not outwardly like whatever, but I just, I know because of, you know, conversations and stuff I've overheard and just the general sense of the atmosphere and, and culture at my job. Um, and so I don't go out publicly and say super egregious, hateful, and a lot of times false things um, on my social media. It, because of that, I don't want to 
really uh, rock the boat that much. Now, I may say my opinion. Uh, you know, I don't like the president. That's, you know, I, I think what he's done here is stupid or, you know, whatever. That's an opinion, and you're allowed to have that. But when you're constantly posting false things or dangerous things or um, things that are uh, racist or sexist or um, something just very, you know, not PC – then yes, your company has a has a, uh, a kind of an obligation to let you go. Um, I think both you and I agree, though, that this didn't really affect us. Not because we care about the political stance of Gina Carano or. Uh, what she stood for but because we didn't really care for her character uh, yeah uh, and I, I just kind of wasn't surprised either like i'm not i wasn't like oh this like former uh like um mma fighter uh, you know is gonna be have really good political views and probably you know be everything is gonna be right on cue with that you know that's that's not something i was expecting so it's just the fact that the spotlight was bigger on her. She probably had the same views, you know, before. It just wasn't as big of a spotlight. Oh, I'm sure she's had the same views for a really, really long time. I mean, you just you gotta understand that the there are certain sports that have different views, and I think UFC as a whole uh, mostly leans conservative. Oh yeah, uh, it it just does as a whole, and that's that's a safe space for people to come out and say conservative things. And if you know that, uh, you can you know, throw that in the speech after, after a win or, or say stuff in the media and you could be protected uh, by that. A place that's not protected is probably Disney Plus <laughs> and Star Wars, uh, you know, saga, Mandalorian. Um, yeah, you better think twice before pressing send there. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so... Uh, she, of course, she has a right to do anything. And you would say, oh, well, her career's over. Her career never really started. Uh, you know, the reason, when I was introduced to Gina Carano, um, obviously she was attractive. And in, in, she came out is like right after we graduated high school, 2006, 2007, 2008. Um, she was like the face of women's MMA. Uh, but did you ever play computer game? Like, did you ever play Red Alert? You know what I'm talking about, Red Alert? Uh, strategy game? Yeah, it's like a strategy game. It was yeah. like uh, Americans versus uh, Russians and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, European. Yeah. yeah, so uh, it was kind of like a StarCraft, but it was, um, you know, you controlled, you know, little armies, whatever. And she was the face of Red Alert 3. And uh, for that's for why she looks so familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've gone back and watched that commercial a few times, and I'm like, oh man, like, yeah, you were pretty face, but you did not really have the chops to be an actor or actress. Uh, and looking at her like resume, she really hasn't been in a whole lot. Uh, she had a cameo, like a little part in. Um, uh, what do you call it? Deadpool. 
where really? De- yeah, uh, where they first had uh, Deadpool on the table, and she was like one of the bad guys' henchmen. And Deadpool, <laughs> Deadpool goes, uh, "What are you going to leave me with, Jose Canseco here?" And she like punched him in the face, and uh, it, you know, it's like that's yeah. The extent I mean, she of- wasn't great on the show. Like, I'm not like sad and like, oh no, Mandalorian's going to be terrible now without without Gina Carano. I didn't like, like her on the play. show, to be honest. Yeah. A bunch of people came out and said, "Oh, Gina Carano, she's going to be out of that." And the first thing that came to my mind was like, "Who? I've heard that name for who?" And I looked her up and I was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I I kind of remembered her from MMA and whatever, and that's cool." Uh, and then kind of like the she came out with all that stuff, and you know, I saw that while the Mandalorian was going on, uh, you know, all those tweets and whatever. And I'm so yeah. I'm not I'm not like watching the show, being like, "Oh yeah, she sucks ass," um, but I obviously Disney got fed up with it uh but but yeah you know like i said before if this was a different character if this was the mandalorian um if this was bill burr if this was uh you know somebody else from that from that franchise uh i'd probably be super upset and this is not something i'm just saying because of my political views i really honestly thought gene carano's character was uh not interesting and not good <laughs> at all this is we're seeing the next season it's gonna be like somehow cardoon fucking died <laughs> yeah uh and that, that's okay with me that's okay with me um all right all right you know enough enough talk about that one last thing before we go here uh you've been watching wandavision yeah yeah actually what just do you got think? caught up in the last episode today that's uh, okay. pretty good you know, it's different. It's a very different show, you know, as far as it's, I think it's definitely uh, accomplished that with, you know, doing its uh, homage to so many different shows over each episode. So it's been, yeah. it's been interesting. Yeah. I love the uh, Malcolm in the middle style uh, episode they had. Cause you know, they went through the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties and the two uh, thousands and the two thousands one was actually, I'm sorry. The nineties one, I think was Malcolm in the middle, even though that was, 90s to early 2000s uh and yeah it was just great and it's one of those shows that i watched the first two episodes and it was very slow i was like what's happening you it know? was and <laughs> it then, was tough to get yeah, the first two episodes because you're like i don't even know what i'm watching really i know vision i know wanda maximus and maximoff and but i don't know what's happening and I really hope the whole show is not like this, where it's just two characters, <laughs> right. two characters just acting uh, like a sitcom. Like it I took us I, three attempts to get through the first two episodes. Yeah, it's it's tough, <laughs> uh, but you need it those. Picks up after that, though. You need those episodes to understand really what's going on, uh, you know, going forward. And uh, the cool thing about Marvel and all Marvel shows, and what makes me really pumped about the new shows coming out like loki uh and uh, you know falcon and uh, winter soldier and all these spin-offs that they're doing i know i know black widow they're doing yeah they're still yeah black widow still waiting to release too but they're all connected and they connect them so well too i'm excited for the spider multiverse or i guess they, they released the name the other day no no way back no uh no way home or something like a it's a a new movie right yeah, and it's they keep rumoring that they're gonna have every actor that's played Spider-Man in it. 
you know, as part of the multiverse. Like you're going to have Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and uh, the Tom Holland. Interesting. Very interesting. I would. I would like to see that. I'd like. To, Marvel hasn't really disappointed me, uh, besides their incorporation of the first Hulk when it was Edward Norton, and that's still part of the Marvel universe somehow. Um, and I, I've also there's supposed to be a uh, another Doctor Strange movie with Wanda in it, I believe. Yes. So. And there's new Thor. Um, yeah. 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 So there's still still plenty to come, and there's. Uh, Disney. I also was reading about uh, Disney Plus is soon going to have a uh, adult section, like because they have uh, Wolverine, which is rated R movie, and they're going to have a few other things uh, really? coming soon too. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to say, uh, Disney Plus has really been like a like I can't let it go. Uh, one of those things that you know I don't really use my Hulu. I pay for it. It's dumb. I, um, I got I got the package with it. We started watching Modern Family from the beginning. It's it's actually pretty nice. Yeah. I like watching things from the very beginning in, in order. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I've watched Malcolm in the Middle on Hulu. I like, but it's one of those things where I can do without. You know? Yeah. Um, Disney Plus has had some such good original programming that I have to have it. Mm-hmm. Um, along with uh, Netflix. Uh, Apple TV is one of those where it's like some some of the stuff they come out with. I have to have. Um, I haven't I haven't seen anything on Apple TV. Some of the shows do look good. I uh, we we've been thinking about it though. Peacock. Peacock is one of those that I I with Yellowstone and and some of the other stuff they have on there is one of those. I mean, you think you're saving money by cutting the cord, uh, and you are. But uh, you know it's getting close here on the yeah, you've amount got like of ten different streaming services there. Ten different, and I don't hate it, but uh, because I can pick which ones I don't want. The problem is I just want them all. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's why you know I'm spending a lot of money. But but yeah, no, I I love One Vision. I love uh, how it's connected. I'm excited uh, to see how it progresses, and and hopefully uh, you know. We can we can get some surprise characters. You know how many episodes are supposed to be? There's eight. There's eight now. I, I'm guessing maybe ten. I would guess something like that, ten. And I would hope that they, uh, if that one falls off, so if Wandavision falls off, that one of the new ones will pick up, so we don't have mm-hmm. any any uh, gaps between these shows because it's a Friday thing for us, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, it, and Friday it comes right after Mandalorian finished, so yeah. it was like. It, it, I like. I feel the same way. I'm like, once it once it ends, I'm like, ooh, they they hopefully start releasing something else too. Right, exactly. Uh, and when Yellowstone comes back, I'll, I'll be the same way. Like once a week kind of thing. Um, I mean, you used to have Game of Thrones days. You know, I know yeah. you used to have Game of Thrones days. So, yeah. uh, you know, you know that feeling of like anticipating a show on a day, uh, and you need that in your life. That's it's a great thing to have. It, it, yeah. And, you know, some, especially when it becomes like kind of a, a worldwide, uh, event uh, event. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we do have a sponsor today. Uh, yeah. And our sponsor today is potato head. Is it a boy? Is it a girl? It's whatever it wants to be. It's potato head. Put the genitals wherever you want. Don't have them at all. We don't care because now it's just potato head. All right. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, it's just something we're going to have to move forward with. 
All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening uh, to this version of the podcast. Uh, some things we got coming up. Uh, NFL draft is coming up. Combine uh, actually is in the next couple of weeks. I know we feel like we just got out of football, but football things are happening again. There's, uh, there's, you know, it's not that big of a gap in between uh, the Super Bowl and and new events. And thank God for that. So uh, we'll be discussing. Uh, new faces that we might see uh, coming up in the draft in April. So thank you guys. And uh, Scott, you got anything to say before we go? No, just great podcast and uh, good to be back. Good to be back. All right. We will talk to you guys next week. See ya. See ya.